You might be sitting here and you're like, how am I going to do much? I'm just me. Yeah, you know what you can do is you say, God, how can I do something with my life that will impact people around me? Yeah. It might be in your workplace, but I want you to also never forget the church, the local church. You talk about a denomination, you talk about Christianity as a whole, and it's amazing. But you know what the hope of the future church is? The local church. Because it's every individual local community saying, I want to do something here that's going to make an impact with the lives and the people that are here. Hey, welcome to Night Church, the Friday evening service of Praxis, the young adult ministry of the Loma Linda University Church. You're going to be hearing some great sermons, testimonies on this podcast that are going to encourage and deepen your faith. We are so excited that you're here, and I hope you enjoy this sermon, and so much so that you share it with someone that you love. Welcome. Good evening, everyone. My name is Kelly, and I'm one of the, one of the leaders here at Praxis um, in the Young Adult Ministry. And I just want to invite you guys, just turn to the person next to you and say, good evening. And whoever you just ignored, tell them, hey, you look great tonight. That's so nice. Isn't it so nice? Hey, I'm so glad that you guys are here. My name is Kelly. This is... My name is Austin. And of course, we have... Philip. All right. So once again, welcome, everybody. In the place of a traditional sermon tonight, the three of us are going to have a little bit of a conversation. And while we all work here together, it is not often that yeah. we're all three on the stage together. I love so both of these This is exciting. Two. This is really fun. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I've never been on stage with all of you guys. So. Wow. wow. <laughs> Incredible. Hey, I just want to say something about both of these before we go any further. You know, um, as a pastor, sometimes you get to intersect with certain people during your ministry, and you don't always see them for a long period of time. They move in and out of your life, and I'm so grateful that this community has been able to intersect with the lives of Kelly and Austin as our pastoral interns here at the Young Adult Ministry. In so many ways, they are an inspiration to me. They're such a huge help, personally, but also their gifts and their calling that Jesus has given them has been a beautiful, just cherished gift to all of us. And so I wanna just tell you both, thank you for your ministry here. So. Well, thank you, Philip. You pour into both of us constantly. As many of you here are probably aware, we as a ministry, as Praxis, were on a retreat this past weekend, and we had a wonderful, exciting time, so we're going to talk about that briefly, and then we're going to talk a little bit about how some of the ideas we heard there may help us move on and move forward into the future. So I'm going to start with a question for the three of us, and the question is, what are some of the stories or God moments that you all felt this past weekend? That is a great question, Austin. And before we actually get started, I wanted to also um, show a few photos of what we did this past weekend. Ooh. If we could just have them on the screen behind us. 
But we had such a fun time, and thank you, Daniel, for taking all these photos. But we had so much fun. We went on a hike, on a group hike, which is really hard to go on with like 80 people. I'm sorry, I'm sitting in some people's way. But we had 80 people on one hike, which was quite an adventure. And look at Gus in the corner right there. Like, he's having fun. We also had human oh, foosball. foosball. I'm going to just get out of the way over here, which was also super fun. If you watch some of our stories, Phil is, like, really excited, and then he, like, falls over, and it was hilarious. Um, we also had soccer. We had beautiful worship services that Josh Went put on, and it was absolutely touching. It was such a blessing. And Ben Lundquist was our speaker, and he is from the Oregon Conference. He did a beautiful job. And we'll talk a little bit about what some of the highlights were that we've learned and that we can continue to carry in our ministry. Um, we're going to just have the... Thank you so much for the photos. Um, if there are any more, you can just keep playing them behind us. But... Just a little sneak peek of what we went through that weekend. And it was such a beautiful time to come together as a community because I joined Praxis actually during the pandemic. And so I haven't really had much of a community. So for me to actually be a part of this beautiful community that we can come together, spend a weekend together, worship together, the vibe and the energy that we got had me so excited. And I'm just curious, how many of us were actually here during that weekend? Like, can you just raise your hand, give a little holler? Yes, I see so many of us here. Um, and it was just such a good time to bond with everyone. I'm like so excited for the next retreat, which is probably not until next year. But wait, wait, I'm, wait. I'm, oh, when? sorry. Yes, we have a retreat coming in July. Yeah. Yes. But this is the one that, you know, you go out in the mountains, and yeah. I love the mountains. You but, know where, where I saw... Oh, sorry. Oh, I, one more thing. I yeah. was just going to say, one other thing that I really appreciated about this weekend as a God moment was just seeing how Ben, Pastor Ben, could lead us, mm. of how we can lead ourselves better so that we can lead our community as well. Mm. Yeah. You know, one thing that I really absolutely saw God in was the fact that there were people that were on that retreat that were brand new to the practice community to just this community in general and our young adult leaders really stepped in and loved people well and if you've been here at this ministry about any time I hope my prayer is that you would sense love from the people around you that when you walk in this place you sense something different if you've been here for a little bit or you've been here a long time that you feel God's presence in your life and I saw that there were some people that came there with no friends and left with a community that they would call a family and so that was just really beautiful for me to see I, I, I love that. Yeah, it absolutely was a beautiful thing. And, you know, there, there are really, like, so many things we could point to yeah. that were God moments and that were wonderful parts of this weekend. I think if I were to point kind of to one specific thing, though, I would probably talk a little bit about Ben, the speaker, and some of the things he said. I appreciated most how he was very pragmatic in the way he presented on the ideas of leadership and yeah. how we interact yeah. with one another and how we think about ourselves. And again, there's so much I could say, but if I were to boil it down to kind of one main point, main idea, and this is something he even said when I asked him when we were up there, it's really a question of identity, right? And where does our identity lie? 
and how that identity lies in Jesus as sons and daughters of mm. his. Mm. And I think that really stuck out to me among mm. the many, many great yeah. things he said. I think that would be the one thing yeah. that was a real highlight for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, Philip, I'll, I'll pass it back to you. And I think you're, we are going to talk a little bit about some ideas about what we're going to do in the future. So yeah. talk a little bit about that. What are yeah. some thoughts you've got going on? Yeah, you know, I... I got to join Praxis um, a couple years into it originating. And, and so if I'm going to talk about the future, I want to talk about the past for a moment. I see a few people that were here right at the very beginning. I see Lance over there. Anyone who was here when, I can't see who's up there. Sean back there. Who was here when it first started? Okay, I think those might be like the first two. Denise. Is that Denise? Denise. Um, you know, there's so many new people that are in this place. So I want to just talk about three of the values that Praxis started with because they will be the values that push us into the future, that shape uh, the kingdom in this place. Pastor Tyler Stewart, who launched Praxis, Praxis some years ago, really said, uh, and he said this to me often, he said, these values of discipleship, are genuinely what makes us more into Jesus. And I, and I don't know how they all fully came apart, came about, um, but these are what they are. Community, authenticity, and sacrifice. And he said, when we live in community, we shape the future differently. When I live alone, when I do life alone, I do a different life. Yeah. But when I'm surrounded by people, and those who call themselves believers, I am shaped by them because they shape me. They shape me more into Jesus. There's a sociologist by the name of Robert Putnam who wrote a really phenomenal book I really encourage you to read. It's a bestseller. Uh, and it's interesting for a sociologist to sell a bestseller, but he did a research study on community and the future of community, looking at the past uh, 50 years in particular. And the book's called Bowling Alone. Kind of an interesting title. But he talked about how there have been so many bowling alleys that have been destroyed and so many churches that are being destroyed. If you go to Redlands, you might see a really beautiful, kind of a more high-end restaurant by the name of Citrus and Olive that's on kind of the main drag as you're going into Redlands downtown. It used to be a beautiful Adventist church, actually. Converted into a gorgeous restaurant. It's really nice. Go check it out. But you see, what Robert Putnam talked about is the fact that as communities break down, it starts by the centers where people gather breaking down. When those fall apart, the spaces that we gather are fewer and fewer, and spaces where we would interact with one another begin to fade in the distance. And so you ask yourself for the future, where is that community center where we're going to gather? Because if we talk about being it on the World Wide Web, the internet, on social media, that's already we know is a bust. Uh, people go there in order to hope to find community at an authentic space, and we find it to be actually not that. It's, it's shallow to a level, and some people, hey, I met my wife there, or someone says, I met a best friend there. Or, okay, that happens. But is it sustainable over the long term? It isn't. And so this community being a center, a hub where people meet and dive deep into relationships, man, countless people get dating partners, best friends, get married from here. Hey, that's what we want. We want this to be a center, a space where community happens, where people fall in love 
uh, not just with someone else, but they fall in love with the Lord and they find that they have hope here. So community is probably the first and primary uh, reason where we're going. Yeah, absolutely. And then to kind of jump onto that train, the second idea you kind of talked about is authenticity. And it can be difficult to feel authentic in a church. You know, we all come, whether it's Friday night or Saturday morning, and you put on your best clothes and your biggest smile. And we don't often come together to lament and to be sad with one another. And I think that's really too bad because the only way to truly kind of dive deeper into authenticity is to know the longings and the losses of the people by whom we are surrounded. Mm. And so the value of authenticity I find to be deeply important. Mm. And the way we do that is we start with community just like you said, and then you continue to dig deeper and build those relationships from the ground up. And then you have to get to know people. Yeah. The things that make them happy yeah. and the things that make them sad. The reasons we yeah. laugh and the reasons we cry. And that's, I think, a really deep and important value. Yeah, and I think the third value that you talked about was sacrifice, which to me is holds a really important part of my heart because sacrifice means so much more than just like the classic, like, oh, you're just sacrificing your time or you're sacrificing. To me, it means so much more than that. Um, sacrificing also means how do I get out of my comfort zone? Um, sacrificing to me means what Ben talks about. We each have a calling in life. And wherever we are in our life right now, we have an assignment. And how do we crush that assignment in this time and in this place? And so for me, it's recognizing I have boundaries, but I also have comfort zones. If I am pushing my boundary, I don't want to push my boundary too far. But if I'm pushing my comfort zone, I'm making a sacrifice somewhere in my life. And I think in this community especially, where can I sacrifice the best part of who I am? Mm. Um, and I, and I want to encourage all of us to also think of that. Like where in our lives have we, or where in our community, can we put ourselves to sacrifice a part mm. of our life? Whether it's, you know, volunteering. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm just a greeter or I'm just a... And it's like, no, you are a big part of this community mm-hmm. as a greeter, as someone who's helping mm-hmm. out with Afterglow or Sabbath School. When you talk about sacrifice, I think one of the most important things to remember is that every church community is run by people. Right. Every church community is run by those who sacrifice. Yeah. If we talk about the future church, uh, we have to talk about the current church. Yes, there is some decline going in some spaces, but honestly, right here, we're, we're pushing the envelope. We're growing spaces. We're we're pushing the kingdom out into the far reaches of our lives, the dorm rooms, houses, spaces, uh, in so many ways. And it's because, not of the sacrifice of a few, as we always call this in, in, in praxis, but it's the sacrifice of many that the kingdom goes further. You might be sitting here and you're like, how am I going to do much? I'm just me. Yeah, you know what you can do is you say, God, how can I do something with my life that will impact people around me. It might be in your workplace, but I want you to also never forget the church, the local church. You talk about a denomination, you talk about Christianity as a whole, and it's amazing. But you know what the hope of the future church is? The local church. Because it's every individual local community saying, I want to do something here that's going to make an impact with the lives and the people that are here. And so this place grows and expands and blesses 
literally this entire region because of the sacrifice of young adults saying, I don't need to wait for the future church. I am the church. I love how Sean and I were talking at the retreat and he's like, I didn't need anyone to invite me to serve. This is my church. Yeah. I'm owning this. This is, this is my place. I'm going to do something here. And so I, I would love that mentality, that drive that this community has had for, from its beginning and inception to be in each one of you as you leave this space. I want you to remember, it's time that you sacrifice something. And some of you are like, whoa, bro, I just came here my first time. Like, chill, relax, <laughs> man. No, I want you to remember, you're not here by accident. Some people literally made it here from overseas, from tough spaces. Some came from difficult weeks. But listen, you're here for a reason, and God has placed you here tonight to challenge you as well as encourage you. Where can you sacrifice? Yeah, you know, Philip, when we talk about these things, community, authenticity, and sacrifice, let me ask one final question for the three of us. Because those concepts are wonderful things, but what then does that mean practically? So how do we look at these values and how do we embody them kind of on a day-to-day or a week-to-week basis as we exist in this space? Yeah, at least in this ministry. Yeah. yeah. Kelly, I think, runs... Uh, and and the directors of life groups runs one not of the most. Just ex- me. It's not. It's yeah. also Jessica and Fifi. Yeah. Wherever they are here. Well, I'm saying that the girls that run that these three Jessica, Fifi, and and Kelly alongside in this triune trinity of <laughs> directors. No, I think they run one of the most exciting things in our ministry right now. And I would yeah. say, I mean, get part of a life group. Um, the ministry of presence is also a ministry. Now, I'm going to break that down for a moment. Sometimes when you think of sacrifice, you think of, I need to do something. Showing up is doing something. Being in places where the kingdom is growing is doing something. So I would say get part of a life group. And then when you're in one, we we always say this, be part of one and then lead one um, and invite someone to be part of that space. So life groups, I would say, that's one. Yeah, for sure. We could, there's a few others I think we could talk about. Yeah, I would love to talk about, besides life groups, which has a special place in my heart, but another beautiful place that you can serve, or um, as Phil said so beautifully about sacrifice, is to volunteer. That is not only just sacrificing or committing and putting a part of your time into it, but it's creating the sense of ownership. You belong here. And the fact that you are in this space, we love being in community with each and every one of you. So volunteering is something that we highly encourage. We have so many fun things to um, volunteer in. There's outreach. We did recently, we went to the emergency room and we gave massages to, well, I didn't give a massage, but Professional masseuses gave massages to all the emergency room nurses for day shift and night shift who were able to give them snacks and tea and thank them for all the work that they've been doing because they have gone through so much trauma just in the past two and a half years of going through COVID and whatnot. Um, There's other ways to volunteer. We have student engagement. We're right on this beautiful campus at Loma Linda University. And so we want to also engage our young adults and our students here who maybe haven't been to a church or maybe have been kind 
kind of, you know, mm. in the margins of church and want to get involved or want to learn a little bit more about Jesus. So we want them to come and have dinner, have a meal, get to know each other. Yeah. So there's so many ways to volunteer um, here in this space as well. And I think that practices community as well as authenticity. Because through those moments, you can also get to know people. And through those moments, you can be like, hey, Laura, like, we volunteered together the other time. Like, let's hang out later next week. I want to hear more of your story. Mm, and mm. in that way, you invite and open up a conversation and make it so much more interesting to show up to church and be like, mm -hmm. hey, Kelsey, like, we just hung out last week. I want to see you again at night church this week. And that's how you grow in community around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that one other thing that I would add to this is, well, these ministries and these things that we do as part of this ministry are truly wonderful things. We also want to be and hope to be a ministry that is good at sending people out. Mm. Loma Linda is a wonderful place, but it's also a very transient community. People come for school. They come for work. And while some do stick around, many do not. And they go to other places. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can also be a place yeah. that trains and equips yeah. people to yeah. do things well and yeah. take that to other places yeah. and do things well elsewhere. And hopefully we can also be happy for those who choose to stay as well as those who choose yeah. to leave. Yeah. Because we are part of a much larger and a much greater you know, community of believers mm -hmm. in Christ. Mm -hmm. If I can just say one thing about that. The future of Praxis is going to be shaped by what Austin just said. We are praying about how we can become a greater sending community. If you don't know how to change a place that you're planted in, we've failed if you've just learned how to be a consumer. If you've learned like, wow, I love being at this thing called Night Church. I love being part of life groups and the Sabbath school. They do community engagement so awesome and our... Oh, now I've moved to rural North, you know, Dakota, and this sucks, <laughs> you know. The thing is, we want to equip you to be change agents wherever God plants you. Mm -hmm. You're here for a season, but you may not remain. You might. I feel called to this place for now, but I don't know if this is it. And so I, you, we all need to be change agents and then what that looks like is being a genuine disciple you don't need to wait for a pastor to tap you on the shoulder and invite you into something jesus already did that when he said come follow me yeah and so each one of you must recognize the future of christianity in the church is is you genuinely saying god i'm broken i'm not perfect but lord i want to do something to bless where you've planted me right now and so it might be here for right now, but later on it's going to be somewhere else. Some of my good friends and, and people we know right here, you know, they're like, hey, I know people in Ukraine, I'm going. Mm. And they're over there right now from our community trying to help people cross the border. They're trying to help get supplies, food, whatever they can, and it's a rough place at the moment, but they're just saying, hey, God, where are you going to send me? Where are you going to plant me? I want to be a blessing wherever I am. That's what you want to be. That is the future of our ministry in a big way. It's going to take shape in so many unique ways, and we're excited about that and how that's going to look. But absolutely, as Pastor Austin said, our community is going to be known as a sending community, and that's going to be powerful as you and I take, take part in the call of Jesus. Come follow me. 
Yeah, well, Philip, Kelly, and I are so happy to have had the opportunity to talk to you all for a few minutes here. We're going to have the band come up and play a final song. But if you guys are interested in being involved and getting to know us better and growing in this community, please come talk to any one of the three of us. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to talk yeah. to you. So once again, thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for the Night Church podcast. We really are excited for where we're going, and you can help us in that mission. There's a few things that you can do. Number one is just stay connected. So if you want to follow up what's going on in the young adult ministry here at Loma Linda University Church, follow us on Instagram at Praxis Ministry. And then the other way to really build from this is to financially contribute. Your donations make such a big impact. And so if you go to lluc.org slash give, you can connect with Praxis Ministry there on a one-time gift or a reoccurring commitment. It makes such a difference. Well, we love you, care for you, and may God bless you richly as you take theory and make it into practice. <laughs>